It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to a Wednesday hump day. Welcome into the show, Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. Lonely here with Tony not here. You know, Scooter's here, though. Hello, Scoots. Hey, John. How's it going? Yeah, I'm, it's going fine. Uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays are now Tony days. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Wednesday, it's uh, kind of lonely in here. We do have Scooter spread selections coming up, so that's one good thing. Hoorah. Have you uh, studied hard? No. Did no studying. I, I told you yesterday Probably that i the I'd, best thing for you. I told you yesterday that I was debating on doing some research for these games so I could maybe put up a respectable showing, but I opted against that. I, did, I don't want to do all that. You know, you had... I know you're working for Trevor this weekend on the Rutherford show, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So you had two hours between Kentucky Roll Call and Hoosier Report. Mm-hmm. You had two hours between my show and Rutherford's show. Yep. You had plenty of time to do a deep dive and do some research on the NFL. Well, why would I want to do that? To try to get better than 15 games under 500, which is where you're at right now. <laughs> I mean, I think that's the simple answer. I- I'm on the come up. I only lost one game last week on the 500 mark. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, no, you lost eight games. Oh, okay. It is Wednesday, October 18th. The M&M Cartage Hotline is open, as always, 502-384-1450. If you'd like to chip in your two cents worth into the program over the phone, you can do so, even if you have a rotary phone at home. Go ahead. 384-1450. If you have a rotary phone, you probably also um, have a cane or a wheelchair or something like that because you're really old. <laughs> Thornton's text line, is it? I don't even know if that's mean anymore. I don't know. Scoots, does that mean? Uh, I think everybody would interpret that differently. <laughs> Thornton's text line's open as well. Hey, you young whippersnapper. <laughs> 502-414-1450. Get your text into the show at that number and head over to Thornton's where I went. Oh, and I just spilled it. Here we go. Earlier today, you got yours, I got mine. The Syn- old Synchronized shake. Feel the chill at Thornton's with an 89-cent fountain drink, 32 ounces or smaller. Stop by on my way here. Now I need some napkins. Did you really okay. spill it? Uh, just a little. I, <laughs> I really saved saved it. Just a few drops on the, uh, I don't know what kind of tail, linoleum here. Granite. Uh, so come in today, grab a fountain drink from Thornton's. Boy, that reed went off the rails. <laughs> and hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. I mentioned scooter spread selections coming up. Let's start today. By the way, U of L basketball tonight. How about that? Yeah, you, you going? I will be there. Nice. Simmons College, the Falcons. I think we said yesterday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Coming to the Yum Center for an exhibition game. Simmons College, if you don't know, is here in Louisville. Uh, Jerry Eves, the architect of that program. Tony Branch, former Card National Champion on that 1980 team, is the head coach of the Falcons. So kind of a feel good thing. Tony branch, Kenny Payne getting together, a little exhibition. Um, it's a little angsty. If that's a word, if you're a Louisville fan, because after last year, it's PTSD now, mm-hmm. right? You lost to Bellarmine Lipscomb. I could go on and on, although I don't have last year's schedule in front of me, but there were some bad pre-conference losses. And if you don't play well against Simmons tonight, if you don't beat Simmons College by 20 or 30 points. Rutherford yesterday said 50. Well, yeah, I agree with him. 
I, I, I told him. I told him if he gives me the hook on fifty, I would take Simmons. <laughs> you take fifty and a half. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I might give you the hook there. <laughs> no, they should, and you know what? They need to, because you don't want that PTSD, which is definitely in the fans right now, to slide over into the players' minds. Mm-hmm. You certainly don't want that. Um, they lost exhibition games last year, so, um, yeah. As, uh, I'm I'm interested to see what you just want to see a good product. If you're a Louisville fan, look, you're not ranked. You didn't get any votes in the AP poll. You won four games last year. It's you're in the middle of an enormous rebuild. Um, you just want progress. You want exponential progress though. Eight wins is not progress. No, because they could have won a lot of those games. They lost in the, uh, November, December last year. They could have won them. They were they were in the in all of them. They just never could uh, put the apple on put the cherry on top of the uh, chocolate shake. There, they mm-hmm. couldn't finish it off. But, Sounds good. Yeah, I know, doesn't it? <laughs> I forgot what I was talking about. Chocolate. <laughs> so anyway, I wouldn't call it a big game tonight by any stretch of the imagination, but it's an in, it's an interesting game. I hope the fans show up. They had fifty seven hundred at the red white scrimmage, which really surprised me. I had the over-under at two grand. It's a big game in the way of perception. It's a perception game because you know what? You don't have another one for two weeks. Mm-hmm. You don't play again until the 30th against Kentucky Wesleyan in another scrimmage. Uh, people that were at the red-white scrimmage, I was not one of them. People that were there told me, man, it look, they look good. It's, it's a much improved product. I'm not sure. I don't trust the inter-squad scrimmages. These guys have been playing against each other for three months now, maybe longer. They know each other's moves. It's, it's, you don't want to get your teammate hurt trying to block a shot or take a charge, things like that. So, obviously, in the red-white scrimmage or the blue-white scrimmage or the green and gold scrimmage or the crimson and cream scrimmage, whatever it is, the offense is going to look better because you don't want to you don't want to inflict pain upon your teammate. Kenny Klein told me at the U of L media scramble they're going to be a lot better, but he also told me he was decent golfer. So, I don't know if I can believe him now. Wow. <laughs> Shots Take at the shot. former SID. <laughs> Man. He's you, not listening. You would not be getting in any games if he was still <laughs> over there working full-time. By the way, he is still working part-time over there. So He, he, was, a, he was a jokester, too, I found out. He was. Kenny's a great, great dude. <laughs> so, anyway, I hope the crowd shows up. Give me – what's a good crowd tonight for a scrimmage game on a Wednesday night? I, th- I would like to think they could pull 10. Yes. Yes. Give me over 10. I think it would. It'll probably be under ten. No, I, I, I don't. Guess. If you get fifty-seven hundred for the red red-white game on a Wednesday, there's no reason you can't double that. Give me eleven five tonight. Okay. And I'll be I'll be like okay. I'll take the under on that. That's the fans want to believe. They want they want. This is a college basketball town. This is a team with three national championships, regardless of what the NCAA says. But yeah, but what? Here's the thing with Louisville though, and I know fans want to believe, but. What has Louisville done this offseason to help with that, you know? What what has Louisville done to give them belief That's going a great into question. this season? That's a great question. Trey White, the transfer from USC, is a huge fact. Huge. Yeah. That was a huge pickup. Mm-hmm. The, without question, the biggest pickup in the offseason. After that, everything's a question mark. You got the Dennis Evans. You got the big seven-foot-two rim protector, I guess. But he's still a project. Um. We've all seen those seven two guys yeah. that are projects. Yeah, 
There are, I mean, there, five, are, five, there are a lot of names you could bring up there. Five blocks against your own team. Pretty impressive. But like we said at the time, you play against some guys every day. Um, so anyway, that's uh, that's where I'll be tonight. By the way, I do have some, I guess, big personal news. Let me go ahead and break it now since I got the call this morning that it was, in fact, official. Good thing you even didn't though, break it yesterday. Even though I had thought it was official <laughs> as of yesterday, uh, I will be the new play-by-play voice of Bellarmine basketball. hey Yeah, men's <sighs> basketball. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be on the radio. I don't know if it's just going to be streaming. Um, that's all up in the air, but... Bellarmine in Transylvania on Tuesday night at Knights Hall. Got my first scrimmage that uh, I'll be calling. And then then we head to the University of Washington. That's a big turnaround. So you get to go to all the road games. Yeah. So you're going to have to miss shows. Um, It depends. It depends. Because if I take, my, I take the gear with me, I can do it from wherever I'm at. That's true. That Washington game, by the way, it is on uh, November 6th, which is a Monday, I want to say. 11.30 at night. That's oh the opening my. day. Now, that's the opening day of college basketball season. I talked about it yesterday. Full slate of games. Kentucky's playing that day. Um, I think Indiana's playing that day. But it's Monday, November 6th. That's the first day where everybody seems to be playing. 11.30. It's 8.30 Mountain Time. Or um, uh, Pacific Time. Yeah. How many naps am I going to need that day? Uh, Two and a half. No, so I'm going to go under. Really? I'm going to go under on that. Yeah. I, I guess y'all will fly out there? Yes. Yes. Now, will you do tra- all the traveling yeah. with the team and stuff? Supposedly. Hmm. That's what I was told yesterday. Apparently, I was told if I got the gig. I thought <laughs> it was you have the gig and you're going to fly. But apparently, it was if I get the gig. I got the call today from the head coach, Scott Davenport. Uh, great dude. I've always, I've almost always loved Scotty. <laughs> I'll explain that at another time. Um, but I got the call today and they said, congratulations, you got it. And, you know, get ready. Transy on Tuesday. Let's go nights. He's very, you know, he's rah, rah, <laughs> love Scotty. But, uh, at Washington followed by immediately four days later on a Friday night at Kansas state. So what's the best trip? What, like, what's the one you're looking forward to the most? <sighs> well, it's not North Alabama. Is there one that's like at a tropical spot? Uh, I haven't looked at their schedule, Florida Gulf but. Coast. Oh, you get to go down there? Fort Myers. That's awesome. Their and campus is apparently spectacular. I've got friends in Fort Lauderdale that week, or that for a couple months, they go down Snowbird, and mm-hmm. my wife is going to fly separately down, and we're going to go hang out with them for a few days after the game. That's cool. And uh, fly back on my own dime there, which we were going to do that anyway. We are going to go down and hang with them, as it turns out, that week anyway, mm-hmm. February 10th. And uh, Bellarmine happens to be playing FGCU, Dunk City, in Fort Myers. So, and my friends are at Fort Lauderdale. So it's right across, just drive straight across the bottom of Florida there. So, very excited about that. Utah, I know it's Utah. Okay, <laughs> I get it. You know, if you say, if you said to me, John, name the fifty states you want to go to in order. Utah would be somewhere in the high thirties, low forties, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to go to Maine, Montana. Oh, Maine? I want to go to Maine. Uh, Vermont, Delaware. Who, you know, remember the uh, Wayne's World movie? Yeah, we're in Delaware. <laughs> There's nothing. There's nothing. I mean, <laughs> I don't want to go to the Dakotas. Dakotas are nice. So Utah, I would say, would be high 30s. But you got Utah on December 20th and BYU on the 22nd. Wow. So you got 
Salt Lake City, and then a day off. Then you're in Provo, which I always like to say, Provo. I think Mark Pope, former uh, Kentucky national champion from the 96 team, is the head coach at BYU still, I think. i got to look that up. That's the uh, road trip your wife probably needs to attend with you. Um, Come back with three wives. Yeah, she does need to go. <laughs> Ooh. No, no, no. Very bad idea, Scooter. Very bad idea. Uh, go to High Point in North Carolina where Tubby Smith may or may not still be the coach. I'm not sure. So we go to High Point. Um, I'm forgetting a couple. Ball State, Muncie. Who, who do I want to go to Muncie, Indiana in, in uh, November? Come on. Yeesh. Bowling Green against the Falcons in Ohio. But then you get into the conference schedule. Other than Florida Gulf Coast, these road trips, and most of which will be on a, I hope, luxury bus, Mm -hmm. uh, Central Arkansas, North Alabama, Jacksonville State, who I watched on football last night, beat Western, but uh, there wasn't much of a crowd at Jacksonville State. Um, Austin P. Let's go, P. Let's go. Lipscomb. Down in Nashville, at least it's Nashville. But, you know, I think most of these trips are take get on the bus in the morning, go to Nashville, do the game, get on the bus, get home at 3.30 in the morning. Shoo-wee. So. You're going to have some tired days. Yes. Well, I got Netflix on my iPad, so I'm good. Or on my uh, laptop. I'll be fine. But that's the uh, personal news today. New play-by-play for uh, – Bellarmine basketball. Doug Ormay, friend of mine who previously was doing the games for the Knights, uh, had a, his daughter had a kid. He's got a brand new grandbaby, and he went to North, moved to North Carolina just to be he and his wife just to be closer to the grandbaby. That's just a great life, which decision. I would do too. Yeah, if if you know if my grandchild luckily is here in in town, uh, but if he was somewhere else than mama and I, and I know how mama feels, grandma feels, we would be moving, no doubt about it, because we can do that, because we're independently wealthy. Uh, believe me, this Bellarmine job is not going to make me any more independently wealthy, I'll tell you that. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to it, you know, road trips, University of Washington. You're, you'll get to see a lot of cool stuff. I'm a little jacked up. Yeah. I'm a little jacked up. It's so, too bad y'all don't have, like, a Hawaii trip. Uh. Crossing my fingers for next year. <laughs> Crossing my fingers. Uh, here's the thing. This is the last season of the transition rule. You know the transition rule. Yeah, about Bellarmine's four years. not allowed to play in the NCAA tournament for the first four years. This after, is already the fourth year? This is the final year. Really? After moving from Division Two to Division One, And everybody knows two years ago they won the Atlantic Sun tournament. I was at Freedom Hall that night. It was unbelievably exciting. But that was it. Wasn't that their first season? That though? was their second. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought that. I thought they did that in the first season. You know, I was under that impression as well. But I talked to some people yesterday who would know a lot more than I did hmm. at uh, Knights Hall. Yesterday was media day, by the way, also at, uh, for Bellarmine. So I hung hung around. I went after the show and hung around for that for a little while. Nice. Um, but they're still appealing. Scotty Davenport told me, he said, look, I'm still sending emails every week of trying to appeal this. He said, you know, John, and I, I don't, he doesn't care if I tell this story. He said, uh, there is 
legislation the NCAA is hearing this week that will make it not punishable if a young student athlete, any sport all over the NCAA, is test positive for marijuana. He said, so what I'm telling my guys is you can smoke weed. (laughs) He's not telling them they can smoke weed, but he's saying people can smoke weed, but if they have three degrees and come back to play another year of college basketball, they're not allowed to play in the NCAA tournament. And he is passionate about this subject, and I don't blame him. But the dream for me would be that next year, when they are eligible, you win the A Sun, and then you get a one sixteen matchup against Kentucky or Indiana or yeah. Kansas or Duke. And That'd be I, awesome. I I do get to do the Bellarmine Louisville game this year, by the way, that's at, cool. at the Yum Center. So that's cool. I've never done a game at the Yum Center. I've done games at Freedom Hall, high school games. I've done uh, Sweet Sixteen games in Rupp Arena. So, but I've never done a game at the venue Yum Center. So looking forward to that. Do you have a color guy? Unfortunately, Scooter, I do. And it's not Tony Burke. Well, I don't want to listen. To uh, Mark Bug, who uh, has been around Bellarmine forever. Uh, former co- he coached with Scotty at Ballard High School. Mm-hmm. Uh, he actually coached at St. X for a while when I was, uh, you know, he came through there during my tenure there. He was an assistant coach for Joe Bergamini at St. X. Um, good dude. Nice guy. Good analyst. I've listened to him before, so looking forward to that. I know Mark very well. Um, so it'll be great. That's Very cool. excited. Thank you for the uh, text, Todd Father. By the way, so we do have at least one listener. Hey, I don't know if ninety six point one's back on again. It, it was this morning. And it was we, on this morning. Our my, replay was just fine. As I drove over here, like I do every day, I turn on to see what Matt's talking about, and nope, fourteen fifty's fine. Mm-hmm. AM's fine, but uh, as I got here today at eleven forty five. No 96-1 again. I guess they're still working on the power lines over there. Seems like it. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Baseball last night. Um, is it over? Can we go ahead and give the rings to the Phillies? Yes. We'll talk about that. NFL scooters picks coming up as well. All that and more. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Back, Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Justin Kalen on the other side of the concrete. Is it over? Uh, this round, yeah. 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 But is it over? Because the Phillies are unbeatable. No, right? I, I think I think them and the Rangers are on a collision course. They're unbeatable, period. I mean, the Rangers, you could basically say the same thing about them, too. Yeah, you could, but it's so much more impressive watching the Phillies play. Yeah. Rangers Is that been, because of the crowd? Because of the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. The Rangers have been great. And by the way, World Series will start home field advantage nationally. Just so you know. How'd that get figured out? Um, I don't know if they use the All-Star game still. No, don't, they don't, don't use know. the All-Star game still. Maybe they just alternate it year to year. I don't hmm. know. Interesting. But I heard that last night. Uh, on the broadcast. I think I heard that. You know, sometimes I just, <laughs> things just pop into my head. At, at this age, Scoots, I have no idea. And I was 
working at the liquor store, so I thought that's what I heard. I was wondering if you were working last night. I almost stopped in. Might have been my last night. I what? Had to, I had to put my two weeks notice in with the Bellarmine game. Are you so you're not working tomorrow? No, I was supposed to, but my cousin's going to work for me. I got a uh, a uh, black tie affair tomorrow night, hmm. but I don't wear ties, so they'll probably kick me out. All right, here you go. So the team with the higher regular season win percentage earns the home field. That's going to be Philadelphia. Either way, it's Philly. Either way. Yeah. Maybe that's what they said. Well, they said Philly. So I, I heard that right. Mm-hmm. If Philly wins this series, they will host game one of the yeah. World Series. Uh, M&M Cards Hotline's open, 384-1450. If you'd like to join in on this riveting conversation, 384-1450. Thorn's text line open as well, 502-414-1450. Get your text into that show, 414-1450. Philadelphia 10, Arizona nothing. It looked like it was going under for the longest time, then a mm-hmm. four-run six and a four-run seven. Three more solo homers. So that is, and I could be wrong on this math, that's 19 postseason homers, 16 of which have been solo homers for the Phillies including the last 13. Wow. that sound right? That's incredible. I know I heard that right. I was actually paying attention to that part. I'm starting to wonder at this point, is every player on the Phillies, do they just have a goal to tie Reggie Jackson in some sort of historic? Schwarber did it last night. Well, and Castellanos did it earlier in the postseason. He had five homers in three games. Yeah. Only other player to ever do that was Reggie Kyle Jackson. Schwarber, his 18th postseason home run last night, tied Reggie for the most home runs by a left-handed hitter. Now, truth be told, Mickey Mantle's got more, but Mickey Mantle battered from both sides of the plate. So I don't know how many of Mickey's were from the left-handed side. Trey Turner homered his first time up. Uh, game three is Thursday in Arizona. Weird time here, 5.07 Eastern time. Who love it. 2.07 in Arizona. And love the American it. League game is the later game. In Texas, which is two time zones closer. So kind of weird, but I guess that's just Houston, Texas is more of a draw for the TV audience than Philadelphia, Arizona, I guess. And that's why they do that. 5.07 Eastern time, Ranger Suarez for the Phillies, and Brandon Fott, the local boy, uh, will pitch for Arizona TBS Scooter's not on his headset now, so he's not listening to me. But Philadelphia, minus 135. Philadelphia scoots, minus 135 in game three with Brandon Fott pitching. How about that number? What do you think? I, I think I, the Phillies run away with I it. I already bet Arizona. Really? That's a heart bet. That is, you I know mean, what? Fott has pitched well. You know what? Postseason. I hope Fott pitches well. Arizona, go ahead and win this one game. You know I bet the Phillies to win the World Series. So let Arizona win this game. Let Brandon Fott pitch great. That's what I'm pulling for. Um, actually, for the little amount of money I bet, I'd love to see Arizona come back and win this series and go ahead and win the World Series. I think it'd be great. Uh, that's what I'm really deep down pulling for. Financially, go ahead and win this game and then uh, let the Phillies go ahead and finish you off in the next two. Sure. Let's go to the M&M Cartage Hotline. Bring in David. How are you on this Wednesday, David?
Yeah, and when they when they uh, got Harper from Washington, that was all fine yeah. and good, and he loves playing in Philadelphia. But the the fact that he came back from that uh, Tommy John surgery as early as he did, decided he would DH until he could play first base. He still can't throw the ball. But he wanted to be on that field, and he worked his rear end off to get back in that lineup, and he has been the Bryce Harper that everybody thought he was going to be when he was drafted first uh, in the MLB draft. And he yeah, I think and he's, he's, he's drugged that team team, right? he's drugged that team with him. He's, he's drug them with him. They, are, they look like a bunch of guys you would see. Scooter, am I wrong on this? At like a construction site. Hey, here come, look at Schwarber. Yeah. With his lunch pail and his gut, I guess he's just driving the crane again today. He does, he never does any physical work. Oh no, he is definitely not the physical work. And then guy. you got Castellanos, and you got Harper, you got oh Trey Turner. Who's this little little uh, Nancy here trying to work with us? But Trey Turner has been great since the uh, middle of August. Trey Turner's the boss that points in the directions the construction crew needs to go. And I said this earlier, David, when you've got Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola at the top of that rotation. That is money because those guys, in my opinion, are the best one-two punch pitching-wise in baseball right now as far as number yeah. one, number two starters. Well, I'm like you. I would hope they were going to at least try to get one game if they could. I don't know if that will work. It would be nice if they were going to be right. Brandon Frost game would be the one to get if they could get one. Yeah, I'd love them to win. Uh, that game is tomorrow night, 8.05. Or, I'm sorry. Yeah, tomorrow night. Um I forgot what time it was. I said what time it was. I completely forgot. Uh, 5.07 tomorrow night. Yeah, I, I hope they can get that one. I hope Brandon pitches well. He was great against the Dodgers for four and two-thirds his last time out. He's at, ho- he's at home again, which he's pitched better at home. And the fact that they're giving him the ball in game three tells me they think he's going to be one of their uh, studs for a long time to come. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, David. Appreciate it as always. Thank you, David. I appreciate it, buddy. Sure. Um, yeah, I said, you know, we talked about this. I, I don't need to refurbish this conversation, but it appears that it is you're better off playing meaningful baseball in late September before the playoffs. Dodgers weren't. Braves weren't. Um, now, the Astros were, but they're that, the exception. That comes with the you got to remember that this is a team that's been in seven straight American League Championship Series. So they've got a feel for what it takes to do this. Other teams don't. Dodgers laid off. Braves laid off. Baltimore had the best record in the American League. They go none and done, basically. They don't win a game. Um, None of the AL East did. Yeah, the AL East did not win a game. Think about that. Tampa Bay. Toronto, Baltimore, see ya. Is that, are the Red Sox and Yankees just sitting at home laughing like, huh, that's why we're there every year. No. We can get it done. TJ says he can't say Nancy anymore. Did I call somebody a Nancy or did you? I, don't, I think you can call Nancy. Did you, did you call Trey Turner a Nancy or did I? I think no, I did. I didn't call him that. Yeah, I think it was me. You can call You can I say Nancy. I think that's his middle name. Every, look, uh, that's the... 
That's the Uh-oh. thing about it. Every, getting fired up, TJ. Every guy has a female name that they throw out. And it's not always Nancy. Alice is my I've friend. heard Alice. Yeah, I've heard. I have heard Nancy. Uh, <laughs> I mean, all my family members, they have all got different ones, you know? I had a guy that I worked with for 20 years at the post office. I started calling him Alice early, mm-hmm. and I got to the point where I forgot what his real name was. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not making that up. I think it was Kevin, but I'm not sure. <laughs> Can't confirm. I cannot confirm. <laughs> All right, tonight, uh, Houston and Texas get back together. Texas 2-0 lead. Oh, you never answered my question. Is it over? Can we give the Phillies a ring? No. No, I don't think it's over. Okay. That, w- that was my answer. I think, okay. it, I think if the Rangers get there, or the Astros, really, whoever gets there out of the AL, they're going to have something to say about Phillies. I think this is a good time to bet the Astros to win that uh, – Series value bet, Scooter. No, I know you hate. I'm out on that value. Houston at Texas tonight. Texas won both games in Houston. Now they go back home. It's they've only had one home playoff game so far, and it was raucous. It's going to be a crazy crowd. These two teams in the same state, same division. They don't like each other, except for the managers. It's obvious. Bruce Bochy and Dusty Baker are just old-school guys. They're, they respect each other. Um, Houston's in trouble here. I like Houston tonight because Christian Javier is pitching for the Astros. He's funky. He's got postseason um, wins. He knows how to pitch in the postseason. Not that Max Scherzer doesn't, but Max Scherzer's been out for a while. And if you, it feels like he almost had to talk the Rangers into believing that he was ready to pitch again. You know, he had a couple of sad sessions there during the first round. Uh, it was like, yeah, okay, I feel pretty good. Let me, let's have one more sad say. Oh, I'm ready to go. I'm ready. You guys got to throw me out there. You traded for me. You took me, got me out of New York. Well, didn't they leave him off the playoff roster initially? Initially, they well, they knew he wasn't going to pitch in the wild card series. Yeah. Um. So they're like, he's like, yeah, you got to pitch me, you got to pitch me, and you know what? I guess he's got enough in the res on the resume for them to listen to him. I mean, he's Max Scherzer, mm-hmm. right? Washington, he was with Washington on that na- that the World National Championship, World Series team, World Series winners, national. I guess it is the national championship. I don't know unless Toronto's playing. Yeah, leaving them out. FS one tonight, by the way, if you're looking for him. If you're looking for that uh, game, 8.03 first pitch. Not 8.02. Certainly not 8.04. It's been That'd be eight, way too late. It's been 8.07 the whole postseason. Why is it 8.03? 8.03 tonight. There's got to be something behind that. Uh, four extra minutes of commercials would be my guess. <laughs> no, that'd be four minutes less of commercials. No, no, it'd be four minutes more. Starting four minutes earlier, you get four minutes more of commercials. I get what you're saying. Wow. Matt's hard. Uh, TJ... Uh, Answers back, by the way. Did you see this one? No. I don't have access to the text line. Sorry, Scoots. I don't make the rules. Pack up your stuff and go. <laughs> all right. You got it. I don't know who's going to. you got to be off by 59.50, all right? I don't know see who, ya. who's going to produce his show tomorrow <laughs> now that he's fired you. Oh, and Roush is out. So, yeah, good luck filling that hour, two hours, TJ. TJ looks like you can sleep in tomorrow. <laughs> uh, so that's tonight. Uh, college football last night. Is it wrong that I love that there's college football on Tuesday nights now? No. Is that wrong? No. I mean, majority of people, I feel like, love it. I was 
I was watching the baseball game. Now, full disclosure, I'm working with my cousin last night. Mm-hmm. He cannot stand to watch baseball. Ooh, that's can't tough, stand it. Tough dynamic there. He said all he said last night. Oh, I get to watch paint dry again because <laughs> I'm in control of the remote. Remote is that because you're bigger? Or? Nah, I'm I'm the older cousin. Okay, and yeah, he doesn't want a piece of it. He doesn't want a piece. Of it. <laughs> um. But I did say, okay, we'll watch football for a little while till baseball comes on. Middle Tennessee and Liberty, glorious. 42-35. I think it was 21 all after the first quarter. Mm-hmm. Please tell me I had the over in that game. I didn't bet yesterday, full disclosure. Whoa. Yeah, I think I, I must be losing. Going my, all right? Well, I had all the Bellarmine stuff going on yesterday. Uh, Jacksonville State beats Western 20-17. to The score at halftime was 17 all. This is why Oh my. This is Three why points I, in the second yeah, half. And it was a game-winning field goal at the end. It was scoreless till the last play of the game. That's crazy. Imagine being an over better there. Oh, Western just uh, And and look, they're next. They got Liberty next week, which is certainly not going to be easy. Liberty put up 42 last night. Liberty is 7 and 0 oh, by the way. Yeah. Um but the four games after that Western's going to be huge favorites in all four games, at least two touchdowns in all four games. All they had to do was win last night. Win last night, that's five wins. They're going to win those last four, or at least they should. That's nine. And then they head to the Bahamas Bowl or the some some tropical location like Western always does for a bowl game. Mm-hmm. That game killed them last night. Kills them. Uh, South Alabama was an 18-point favorite over – Southern Miss. That was my bet last night. Which one? I had South Alabama. I'm, I placed one wager okay. last night. It was South Alabama minus 10.5 in the first half, guy, which they destroyed. Guy comes in the store last night. His service gave him Southern Miss. Oh, man. Plus 18.5. Final score, Scoots. Did you see it? Was it 42-3? to 55-3. to three. Oh, yeah. Even worse. Yikes. But I love college football on Tuesday nights. Directional games last night. Tonight you got Florida International at Sam Houston. Sam Houston's 0-6, mm-hmm. and they're five-point favorites. <laughs> they're, oh, let me repeat that. 0-6, five-point favorites over 3-4 and four FIU. I took the points. I don't blame That me. game is screaming to me, give the points. I couldn't do it. I took the points. And later game, 9 o'clock, New Mexico State at UTEP. The Miners are two-and-a-half-point underdogs at home. Any inclination on that one? No. Yeah, I don't know either. None at all. I took the points in the home team just because I like points in the home team. So there's your college football wrap-up for tonight. All right, we'll take a break. It's uh, almost time. Scooter's. Spread selections coming up next. Still no music because I'm not 500. Beers on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big A. Welcome back. Beers on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Final segment on this Wednesday. Thornton's text line still open, 502-414-1450. Get your last-minute text into the show at that number, 414-1450. Scooter spread selections coming up right after we go to the M&M Cartage hotline. Talk to Buzz Frank. Hello, Buzz. 
Hey, John, how's it going? I won't, I won't be uh, too long here, but... Uh, yeah, Scoot, Scooter's itching, man. He's itching. About? Bogota, Scooter? Yeah, that that wasn't on your show. That's been okay. on other shows. I'll catch you up after the show today. I'm very nervous to yeah. hear this story. No, it's a great story. What else you got for me, Buzz? That's the next move. That's the next move. The NHL has more than half the teams in the playoffs. The NBA, same thing. Um, that's the move. NFL's got seven in each each uh, side now, so 14 of the 30 NFL teams make the playoffs. Baseball's going to do it. They're going to do it. They're going to have to do it. And it's more money. It's it's ridiculous to not do it. Absolutely. And, and it, baseball's a game that's got to play four or five days in a row to keep, to keep your edge. And, I mean, if you just look at the three teams that got knocked out early that had that bye week and it just came back to hunt them, yeah. they played so well during the regular season. Thank you, Buzz. i got to get the Scooters picks, but I appreciate the call as always. Uh, I want Oh, I'm sure you do. You're going to bet the other way. Smart, against smart man. Yeah. Here's the other thing about baseball that's going to happen, and it ha- it's never talked about. Because of uh, interleague play now and the fact that you don't play divisional teams 19 times anymore, it's sort of an even schedule now, you're going to get rid of divisions. That's it. You're going to have 16 teams in one league, 16 teams in another league, and the top four in each league are going to go to the playoffs. That's how you're going to get eight teams in the playoffs. And you're just going to have best record. We'll be playing the worst record and so on and so forth. Well, baseball traditionalists let that happen, though. Uh, well, they let, a, let them put a guy on second base in extra inning. That's true. They let them put a pitch clock in. Good point. So, yeah, absolutely. All right, it's time now. No music, but here they are. Scooters spread selections. Uh, just to remind you, folks, he's 38-53-2. and two. <laughs> That is that, uh, that too looks good. If he goes undefeated this week, he's still not at five hundred <laughs> because there are six teams on a bye. All right, let's start with tomorrow night, Thursday, eight fifteen on Amazon, Jacksonville at New Orleans. Jags have won three in a row. They're heading on the road here. New Orleans hasn't given up, I don't think, more than twenty points all season. So the over under is low. New Orleans a one point favorite. Really? I wrote down New Orleans without even knowing the spread. I don't think they're going to win this game outright, I, but I think Jacksonville's going to struggle, especially Trevor Lawrence with his knee. Yeah, does he he's play? I making think he's going to slow play. progress. I think he eventually plays as well, but I do not think he will be as mobile as he typically is. I'll take New Orleans here. I need to know for my fantasy purposes because he's my <laughs> backup quarterback to Kirk Cousins, who plays the 49ers this week. Oh, don't be scared of the 49ers. I'm scared of the 49ers. Uh, Sunday early games, Detroit at Baltimore. Other than Miami-Philly, this is the best game of the week. It's sort of underrated. You don't think about it much. Uh, Lions ha- are tied for the best record in football. They're 5-1, and one, mm-hmm. and Lamar's playing great. They're 4-2. and two. Who you got? Uh, Baltimore's three at home. Ooh, that line is stinky. I think, <laughs> I mean, this has push written all over it, so it doesn't matter which way I go. You can I'll, call push. I'll, I'll roll with the home team here, but I think it is a push at the end of the day. You can call push. No, I'm calling Baltimore. That's a that's a gritty call to call Bush <laughs> when you're 15 under 500. Las Vegas at Chicago. 
That's a stinker. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Raiders three and three, looking to stay in the playoff picture. The Bears are out of it, and Justin Fields rip a hand, thumb, whatever it is. I probably is questionable at best. Yeah, Las Vegas on the road is only a three point favorite. I feel like this another push, but I'll take Las Vegas. <laughs> uh, I hope both of those games push, <laughs> so that you just get a tie, not a win. <laughs> Cleveland at Indianapolis. The Browns coming off that win over the Niners. The Colts struggled last week. Uh, Cleveland, two-point favorite at the uh, RCA Dome or whatever I, I it's called. Now. Really, Lucas Oil. Lucas Oil. really don't like how either of these teams have been playing lately, but Gardner Minshew last week was absolutely Ooh. awful. I think I'm, he, I'm hoping Watson's coming back this week, so I'll roll with Cleveland. I think he thought he was still playing for the Jaguars because he was throwing it to the Jaguars. Yeah, got confused. Buffalo at New England, big win for the Bills last week, although it was ugly to beat the Giants on the Sunday night football. New England's 1-5. They should have covered last week, but should have, could have, would have. They didn't. Uh, Buffalo on the road, 8.5. This line doesn't make any sense. This is undoubtedly going to be a Tony and Big Al bet. I know. I'm going to roll with New England as well. They've taken New England three weeks in a row. It's going to be four tomorrow, I think. (laughs) Um, Washington at the New York Giants, another stinker of a game here. Giants are one in five. Washington on the road is a two point favorite with Sam Howell, the quarterback. I think I'm going to roll with the Giants here. I don't know why, but I'm going to. Hey, bet against your instincts. Your instincts haven't worked yet, so I, no. I like what you're doing here. Finally, uh, the only other early game on Sunday: Atlanta at Tampa Bay. Falcons three and three. The Buccaneers looked bad at home last week against Detroit. Do they bounce back? They are two-and-a-half-point favorites over the Falcons. Uh, no, I like Atlanta here. Atlanta's got a great defense. Yeah. Uh, four o'clock games. We'll start with your Steelers, 3-2 and two at the Rams, 3-3. Three and three. The Rams have been unexpectedly pretty competitive and pretty good overall, actually. With Cooper Cup back, um, that offense looks like it's gelling again, but the Pittsburgh defense might be the best defense in the game. Rams are three. Oh, I'm taking Pittsburgh all day with that. Rams are having all kinds of issues in their running back room, so they're not going to be able to run the football at all. Arizona at Seattle. Arizona's only got one win. It was over Dallas. Uh, they look good that week. They haven't looked good any other week. Seattle's 3-2 and two after that loss in Cincinnati last week. Seahawks are 8 here. Big number. Ooh, let's see how Arizona did for me last week. They lost it for me, so give me Seattle. <laughs> Uh, Green Bay at Denver. This at the beginning of the year looked like a great game. Sure. Now it's the two and three Packers at the one and five Broncos. Green Bay on the road, one point favorite. I'll roll with the home team here. Ooh, I don't like that one. Not gonna lie to you. Chargers at Kansas City. Chargers off that Monday night, so they got a shorter week here. Uh, Kansas City got an extended week because they played last Thursday. The Chiefs are only five and a half here. Chiefs roll. Sunday Night Football, I got a stat for you on this game, Scooter. Love it. 820 on NBC, Miami and Philadelphia, both teams 5-1. and one. Miami's five wins, the combined record of the teams they've beaten, 5-24. and 24. Mm. The only team they lost to beat them by four touchdowns. That was Buffalo. So Miami has had a very soft schedule. I mean, they beat Denver, the Giants, the Chargers. The, the Patriots, I mean, they haven't beaten anybody. 
Philadelphia is a two-point favorite at home against the Dolphins. I feel like you just went through that whole spiel to try to sway try me to get away you to pick from Philadelphia. The, yeah. Sway me away from the Dolphins. I'll take the Dolphins. <laughs> I'm getting how many two? You're getting two there. Okay. And finally, Monday Night Football, San Francisco five and one after the loss last week in Cleveland at Minnesota. Minnesota's two and four. They were expected to be better. It's um, I guess as close to a must win as you can have in Game Seven. Uh, San Francisco's a seven-point favorite here on the road. This has push written all over it, so I'll roll with San Fran. Why? If it's and let me ask you this: If it's got push written all over it, yeah. all three games that you said it's got push written all over it, mm-hmm. you took the favorites. Why wouldn't you take yeah. the dogs if it's if it's got push written all over? Because I feel like the favorites have the better chance to cover that number versus the underdog. That's just what it comes down to. So that's thirteen games. Now, can I change one of them? Sure. I got a really change bad feeling. I got a really bad feeling about one of them. I'm gonna stay away from Tony and Big Al, and I'm gonna take Buffalo minus eight and a half. You can come in here tomorrow and say, John, switch them all. Nope. I'm, that, and, and, I'm, I, and I, I do, will. I do want to switch that one though. All right. You got Buffalo minus eight and a half. That's right. That Detroit Baltimore game. I hope it's on locally. I doubt that it's on locally. Uh, but it might be. We get a lot of Lamar games uh, in we Louisville. Do. Yeah, uh, the Louisville. I area. bet it'll be on. I hope it's on because that that's a great game. My wife wanted to know if I wanted to go. So this movie comes out tomorrow, uh, Friday. Killers of the Flower Moon. That's been all the rage. It's been all over any show you watch. Here, here's a promo for Killers of the Flower Moon. Robert De Niro, Leonardo DiCaprio, based on a true story. It's uh, supposed to be the case that inspired the creation of the FBI, okay? Um, Jesse Plemons, who's great in Breaking Bad, I, um, he's in this thing. I, I, and I've been saying for two months, and I want to see this movie. I'm telling my wife, you know, we haven't gone to a theater in a long time to see a movie. Yeah, let's go see this movie. All right. She tells me today that movie's four hours long. Almost, yeah. And Martin Scorsese, the director, said, well, you binge TV shows. You, you have no problem sitting at home for five, six hours and binging a TV show. Why wouldn't you sit in a theater? Well, I can pause the TV show. Yeah, I can go take a, a little whizzer there if I have to. I can take a nap if I want to. Sure. You give me 10-minute intermission in the middle of a four-hour movie? Now you, now you got me. I'll go. Because I can go, up, go to the bathroom, go get something to eat, whatever. And I also said... When do you want to go see this, dear? She said, well, they got a, there's a 12.30 on Sunday. Oof. I go, you really want to cut into my NFL football? And you come out and it's dark. And she goes, I thought you would say that. No, we don't have to go Sunday. <laughs> and, I said, and I said, look, four hours? I think I can, uh, although I do want to see this thing, I think I can wait till it comes to HBO or Max or wherever it comes to. Yeah. Or it can come to my home theater where I can pause it. On my DirecTV theater. Just pause it. Four hours. It's crazy. For, by the time this movie ends, I won't remember what happened at the beginning. <laughs> I mean, that's an age thing. I understand yeah. that. You All said right. it, not me. Yeah, you're right. All right, we can't call anybody Nancy anymore. Nope. No more Nancy. No more Nancy. Tony Burke joins me in studio tomorrow. Thanks, Scooter. Beers on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Ass.